1: I'm Saffa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we.
0: And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers. Cheers!
1: Okay, what are we drinking today? It's Friday. Well, yes.
0: It's Friday. All day. All day Friday. Yeah. So that means martini. I mean, I could have had a different type of martini, but I adore our gin martinis. These gin martinis are spectacular. So, And, and that's okay, because we love them, and people may not love them as much as we do, but we do love them.
1: No, it's true. You might have heard our gin martini speech several times, but there isn't a better martini than a Tanqueray no. gin martini with an orange peel mm-hmm. and a squeeze of the rind.
0: Yep, mm. and bitters. And yeah. it has to be, we've got it down for our version. Yeah. But it has to be the Dolan Dry. Right. Version. So what's
1: in this exactly?
0: So this is four ounces of Tanqueray London Dry gin, half an ounce of Dolan dry vermouth, two to three shakes of orange bitters, stirred a hundred turns, strained into a cold glass. I prior to stirring because I let the gin just sit in the mixer as I peel the orange and make the twists and put them away until I'm ready for them. Then I stir a hundred turns and then I strain it into cold glasses. Right. And then I express another piece of orange peel like the oils, yeah. into the actual drink, and then I rub it around the edge of the rim. Yeah. So
1: when you bring it to your nose, you just get orange.
0: Orange, everything. Yeah. And it's beautiful.
1: It is. It's really pretty, too. I love the way you do the twirls. Kind mm. it's, you know, it's perfect. It's perfect. Perfect drink. How do you do the twirls? Because I do it differently.
0: So I cheat. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's cheating. Actually, I use tools. That's yeah. what humans have made, is tools. Yeah. So if the orange is fresh like this and yeah. I can use the orange little ceramic kind of knife that we yeah. have, it really gets thin. If you yeah. get too much pith, yeah. it's really hard to roll. Right. So I make one, maybe three quarters of an inch wide strip until yeah. I think it's long enough. Then I cut that in half. Lengthwise. Lengthwise. And I don't care if I have rough edges. I don't right. try to make each edge straight. It's, I think it's ridiculous. I like... I do. <laughs> I know you do. but But I don't. Yeah. Because I think there's actual oils in the fringe edges of that rind that I just did. And then I roll them up into a, like a, like rolling a rug. I roll it up. And then we have these clips that have a little hole in them. So I stick it in the hole and then clip it down and it holds it tight. And I stick them back in the freezer. And that short time, I usually stick them on the ice in the freezer. That short bit of time shocks the fruit into kind of staying more in that curl. And then when I take it out, I don't just unwind it. I actually pull the center out and then I tease it into that curl shape. Gotcha. Like I tell it to go back and forth. That's very shapes. pretty. They stay pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they're not, it's more for color, but you know, there's some flavor that you get from it.
1: It's an aesthetic. You know, they really look pretty. And I've
0: had the same drink made with everything except the orange twist. Yeah. And it's not the same. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The Story of O, Chapter 3, Part 1. This chapter's called...
0: Anne-Marie and the Rings?
1: Anne-Marie and the Rings, yeah. Yeah. Anne-Marie and the Rings. And it's interesting because you get the illustration of the rings early in this chapter, but they're just rings on a curtain rod, so it'll be interesting. Oh,
0: wow. You did that. Yeah, I was thinking that same thing. I didn't know you'd go there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway...
1: Interesting chapter beginning. So it's really about the conquest of Jacqueline, or the idea
0: of the conquest of Jacqueline. Yeah, it's the
1: story about the pursuit and pursuit.
0: Yes, I would say that.
1: And getting to the conquest. And what's interesting is there are a few interesting things. First is that Jacqueline is kind of two creatures. She's both aloof and cold and distant, but as soon as oh has her in her arms, she's melts melts to the point that she'll drop to the floor. So very submissive Very submissive But also she's got her armor on She's very defensive
0: Especially with Renee
1: Well, completely with Renee Yeah But what's interesting is She's also looking for that seduction from O Because she pretends to be something she's not
0: So she's looking for seduction Which I think, you know, you as someone who's really turned on by being seduced That's what Jacqueline is She likes the seduction Yeah and is rallying for that, and that that's what gets her not yeah. like she's not she wants to be seduced, that's her turn on, yeah, for example, o kissing her, letting her be kissed by o, but not returning the kisses right, and I think that's due to the time of this book being written, and what have you, and people were constrained sexually, yeah, I think she has. It's different nowadays because I have a different lens now. I would have said in the past that she has bisexual or lesbian tendencies, but she's ashamed to admit them. And I think that is still true for this part. But where I see it now is because of all the other orientations that have come to light and have been uplifted in the last, let's just say, five years or so. Like, really. I mean, we knew they were always there, but we've really uplifted them with... Even just the acronym LGBTQIA, right? You know, kind of thing. I think she doesn't understand, but she is titillated by O's seduction, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's because Renee is a male per se. She's put off. I think she senses something from Renee that is underhanded, which I've said before. Renee has a different agenda going on, and I think his is a service agenda to Sir Stephen, and so I think people like Jacqueline can pick up on that, that she may be indeed attracted to men also or other types of sexual orientations. But what she likes is it doesn't matter who's doing it, the pursuit. That's why she even goes to the bar, even though Renee's with them when they go to the bar and she drinks too much whiskey. That's a seduction that they're doing. Both of them are doing with her
1: at the bar. Yeah. She discards the attention Renee gives her because he isn't in a seductive mode. No. He's more in a predatory... But she'll drink his alcohol. Yeah, but he's more predatory, right? And she looks very
0: much so. Yeah,
1: the way he looks at her, the way yeah, he, he undresses regards her. her, you know. Yeah. So She gets O because O's in a seductive stance, and she disregards Renee because he's in a predatory stance.
0: Exactly.
1: And it's amplified when they take her home. Renee drives her home before dropping O off at Sir Stephen, which is interesting on its own. Mm -hmm. She won't even let him get out of the car. She jumps out and runs in and closes the door. And she says, not tonight. And uh, and always has an excuse.
0: No, not now. Or, you know, she's some kind of thing. Which makes me, I resonate with that because I know I've been in situations where I was clubbing when I was quite young in Hollywood and men would buy me drinks and then there's an expectation after one drink, maybe two drinks, then there's more of an expectation. And they would make advances in a way, which meant to me that it's going further than I want it to go. Right. Now, luckily I would keep myself precluded in a... Public situation. Never walk out to the car with them by myself. Those kind of things. So I didn't put myself in this risk place. Right. But there's been times I've had to call bouncers because there's a predatory situation going on. Just because someone bought you a drink, didn't even dance with you later right. or do anything. They bought you two drinks and they think they own you now. Right. And I'm only your whore, not right. anyone else's whore. So the right. reality is, I can sense that. So when she talked about that, when that riding part was up, I was like, oh. Yeah, I remember that feeling. And the whole quick response as you run away or move to the next thing. Sure. That is a technique women use all the time to protect themselves. Yeah, well, Jacqueline eventually let O in her place. Which makes sense.
1: She's a woman. She's a woman, right. And she's also being seduced (laughs) by O. Seduced by O. And she, you know, wants to facilitate that. And O walks into her place and it's a trash
0: heap. She's a slob.
1: She's a slob. She doesn't change her bed she doesn't even make her bed her cheats are greasy yeah her like the
0: and like she has no concern about that none yeah like her concern is to create a facade of someone who's put together right because she's on the glossy pages of magazines right and let's be honest their models at this time weren't being paid you know a tremendous amount it was pickup work right and unless she was a phenom she wasn't going to make a living at it. So it's one of the many things she did. And O made note that she was always clamoring for a hundred to 200 francs that she needed for something. And O had considered that if she just gave her the money, that she could probably progress this faster because she is feeling pressure from Sir Stephen, who's berating her for not seducing her her quicker.
1: Yeah. And so O steps in and starts helping her clean up her place. But, Again, Jacqueline doesn't seem to care.
0: No, she doesn't care. But I think at the same time, Jacqueline was not embarrassed by O coming into that environment. But she now recognizes, well, the reason she wouldn't let Renee up is because that would change how he sees her. So this is the thing. This is why I think she's bisexual. She's worried about what men who are pursuing her, whether she's interested or not, yeah. what they think of her because she has this presentation this role she's playing in public this public persona and then in her private life that's what it is her right. private life is she's not doing well financially she is slobby she's not very motivated there's a lot of things going on there right but she lets o in
1: yeah i'm not sure that i agree with you i think that she just doesn't like renee and i don't think she's interested in him coming up if she wanted to fuck Renee, she would invite him up and he would fuck her because guys don't give a shit about if she's a slob. So my well, view but is... There's
0: a, there's the, but she doesn't know 100% yet where O is. No. So she's not going to do that because the three of them are together.
1: Right. But also she just has no interest in Renee. Her antennae are up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's sort of where we left it. We left yeah. it where there's definitely this seduction of Jacqueline occurring. And it's not happening fast enough for Sir Stephen. And Renee is seeming to be more and more in service of Sir Stephen.
0: Oh, obviously, because like they even reference at the end, after they drop Jacqueline off and she does her little skirt, I can't go. Then he drops her off to Sir Stephen and then he leaves. And I know I could be wrong about this, but I have this inkling that Renee is in service to Sir Stephen in finding conquests, if you will. Finding People that can become part of the Rossi clan, whether they go to Sir Stephen or not. Right. And thereby, we don't know how many people have come through before O, as well as we really don't know what's happening with Rene when he leaves. Right. We don't know. Like, what's he doing? No, we don't know. Right.
1: We have no idea. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, there's a lot of intrigue in the way dominance is described in this book. Mm-hmm. It's very aloof. It's very distant. It's not very engaged no. in the women that they're dominating. They treat them like, you know, property, really. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's called a slave. Right. As opposed to a submissive, where I would assume more relatedness. But
0: I think that's for just the times, too, I think if someone thought a woman was express like oh is let's say they're gonna first call her other things like whore slut yeah you know some evil words in society in order to downcast her and judge her yeah right let's just say and so when you talk with those women who are in servitude if you will then they just say slave because I don't think submissive was used very often. No, not Like then. they would say submissive personality right. if someone was shy and had a demeanor that was quiet. But
1: it hadn't been But they didn't to really sexuality. assign
0: it to sexuality yet. Yeah, so I think the only right. word they had at their disposal, which is enlightening for me to finally figure this out in my head, is slave might have been what they used because that was the time, but maybe yeah. they meant Maybe they really meant submissive, but they didn't have access to that word in that frame.
1: That's quite an interesting observation. You know, it occurs to me that this was the approximation that modern, at that time, modern Western people could relate to slavery. Like they would give up their sexuality and they would Mm -hmm. call it slavery, as opposed to they were really slaves, as we've described. Right. Right, so they're being exposed to whippings and they're being exposed to rape. And Things are outside of social norms. Outside of social norms, but not so far outside in what their mindset would allow them to cope with right. that had them still occur as master-slave outside of a master-slave context.
0: But it makes more sense that they would use... Because words have meaning for sure. the time. Yeah, And I think the time that we're talking about, without that delineation... It's not even like they that she even discerns in her writing of her understanding of herself as a sexual creature, yeah. that she even says, she doesn't even discern that I could be submissive to this person or at right. any point, it just went straight to slave.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Which just, for me, brings about that that's the words that were being used at the time and that this word doesn't necessarily have to mean the same thing today.
1: Right. No, I, I really that.
0: feel like that.
1: No, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, we'll see where this goes. This is an interesting twist because one of the things that we're being told is that the book has a really unfortunate ending for O. Right. And she is the architect of her own undoing in bringing Jacqueline in. Right. Is kind of the idea that I'm anticipating.
0: Right. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, Please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at LadyPetraPlayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at RogerFergusonMusic.com. Till next time, cheers!